0: Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. This is episode 217. I almost said 117. That was a long time ago. Episode 217, Being a Conduit of God's Mercy. As I've been thinking about this entire concept of mercy. That's one of those words that yes is definitely a part of the biblical narrative and part of the life of a Christ follower. We would not be here without the mercy of God. The fact that we live past our first sinful choice That is God's mercy. And today we talk about a story as David, King David, is headed back into Jerusalem after Absalom has been killed. And I'm first going to read what Shimei did as David was leaving Jerusalem. Because in order to understand just how merciful David was, you have to know what Shimei did. That's one of those things about mercy. We can have mercy over a small situation that costs us near to nothing, but it's still showing mercy. or, Someone totals your car, and you show mercy. And there are so many examples of this. So if you will join me in 2 Samuel 16, that's where we're going to start. So we're going to start in 2 Samuel 16, 5 through 14. And so David was very mournfully headed out of Jerusalem. He had been told that everyone was accepting Absalom as king, which was not the truth. But that's what he was believing, that everyone was accepting him as king. And David was mournfully headed out of Jerusalem in order to try to save the city because he knew that there, was, there would be a skirmish and the city of David might be destroyed. And he's like, I'm just going to get out of town. And so as he's headed out of town, we have interchanges between him and Zeba, And I think it's next week that that will come back into play. But then we've got Shimei. And when we read through this a few weeks ago, and we were talking about this. I mean, shimmy I just like he's he's off the chain in how he acts. And we don't know exactly why he feels so emboldened, because even though David does not at that time have the same power that he has had in the time when he was sitting on the throne in Jerusalem and everything seemed to be rolling his way, he's still a man of war and could have taken Shimei out in a blink. And David wasn't by himself. He had military men with him. So I don't know. Like sometimes we we get the opportunity to be merciful to someone and we can't even figure out why they did what they did. Like sometimes we're just going to show mercy just because it's what we have received from the Lord and not understand the reason why someone did what they did you just heard a re- you heard a text on there all of a sudden that comes with just doing a podcast in the midst of a whole lot of other stuff going on. I can also hear a lawnmower outside the, the walls. So we got all sorts of stuff going on here. So let's go over this. So we've got 2 Samuel 16, 5 through 14. As King David came to Baharim, a man came out of the village cursing them. It was Shimei, son of Gera, from the same clan as Saul's family. He threw stones at the king and the king's officers and all the mighty warriors who surrounded him. Get out of here, you murderer, you scoundrel, he shouted at David. The Lord is paying you back for all the bloodshed in Saul's clan. You stole his throne, and now the Lord has given it to your son Absalom. At last you will taste some of your own medicine, for you are a murderer. Why should this dead dog curse my lord, the king? Abishai, son of Zerariah, demanded, let me go over and cut off his head. No, the king said, who ask your opinion, you sons of Zerariah? If the Lord had has told him to curse me, who are you to stop him? And we'll stop just there for a moment. Like, we still don't see any evidence that the Lord told Shimei to do this. But David, David was just in a bad place. And He was seeing everything coming at him as possibly part of his punishment for the choices he had made, even Shimei's rant and rave. Then we go to verse 11, then David said to Abishai and to all his servants, my own son is trying to kill me. Doesn't this relative of Saul have even more reason to do so? Leave him alone and let him curse for the Lord has told him to do it. You know, again, it's not in scripture showing that the Lord told Shimei to do this, and I surely don't think he told him to do it in the manner he did. So verse 12, And perhaps the Lord will see that I am being wronged and will bless me because of these curses today. So David and his men continued down the road, and Shimei kept pace with them on a nearby hillside, cursing and throwing stones and dirt at David. And the king and all who were with him grew weary along the way. So they rested when they reached the Jordan River. And then we'll skip ahead back to where we've been as we're walking back now with David into Jerusalem. And we're in 2 Samuel 19. And so we get the flip side of this. So now David is is returning to Jerusalem and he's returning to Jerusalem as the King of Israel. He's got the power back. And here we go. So we are in second Samuel 19 verse 18 B to, well, we're at 15 to 23. Let's just, we'll, we'll get the part that's up above and just, kind of put it in in context so starting with 15 so the king started back to Jerusalem and when he arrived at the Jordan River the people of Judah came to Gilgal to meet him and escort him across the river Shimei son of Gera, the man from Baharim in Benjamin hurried across with the men of Judah to welcome King David a thousand other men from the tribe of Benjamin were with him including Zeba, chief servant of the house of Saul and Ziba's 15 sons and 20 servants. They rushed down to J- the Jordan to meet the king. They crossed the shallows of the Jordan to bring the king's household across the river, helping him in every way they could. Second part of 18, as the king was about to cross the river, Shimei, I fell down before him. My lord, the king, please forgive me. He pleaded, forget the terrible thing your servant did when you left Jerusalem. May the king put it out of his mind. I know how much I sinned. That is why I have come here today, the very first person in all Israel to greet my Lord, the king. Then Abishai, son of Zeruiah, said, Shimei should die for he cursed the Lord's anointed king. Who ask your opinion, you sons of Zerariah. Doesn't this sound like a repeat of what we had going on when he was leaving the city? says, David exclaimed, why have you become my adversary today? This is not a day for execution. For today I am once again the king of Israel. Then turning to Shimei, or Shimei, David vowed, your life will be spared. Mercy. Mercy. David showed mercy to Shimei on the as he was headed out of town when Shimei was misbehaving horribly, with David seeming to think that God told Shimei to act like that. Like Shimei doesn't think God told him to act like that because what does he say? He says that I sinned. (laughs) But again, I think David was in just such a bad place and just like all of us when we're in darkness when we're going through difficult situations sometimes we don't see them for what they truly are and so David the merciful king because in this moment he had the power and he could have either killed Simei himself or he could have called upon anybody else who was there and probably every one of them would have been more than willing to take out Shimei. And as I was thinking about this and I was thinking about mercy, I couldn't help but think of one of the many times where David was the one receiving the mercy. And in Psalm 51, that's David writing out of the time of his most famous sin or set of sins for that matter, his taking of Bathsheba, having a child with her and having her husband killed. And Psalm 51 is just It's raw. And Psalm 51 says, Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. And the thing is, I don't think there would be any of us who would want to see God not show mercy to us. Like we we beg for mercy. We beg for our sins to not be punished in the manner that would truly be fitting. Or for God to be merciful when tragedy strikes or god to be merciful in weather emergencies god to be merciful to hold back the destruction that could happen james 2:13 says there will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others but if you have been merciful god will be merciful when he judges you let me read that to you again there will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. This sounds a whole lot like the Lord's Prayer in the fact that he expects us, you're you're praying that God will forgive your sins as you have forgiven those who have sinned against you like in other words you're being a conduit of God's forgiveness because you have been forgiven and you want to claim that forgiveness lamentations 3:22 through 23 one of the most famous passages by far that have to do with the mercies of God the faithful love of the lord never ends his mercies never cease Greatest is faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. So, there were multiple ways that I could have gone with our weekly assignment feature. I could have asked you to ponder and pray about who you might be merciful toward. And that's still a good idea. But I I'd like you to start on the, the meditation side of meditating on the truth contained in Lamentations 3.23. His mercies begin afresh each morning. How would that change your life? How would that change your perspective if you truly understood the fact that every breath that you take is due to the mercy of God and to meditate on the truth? that His mercies begin afresh each morning and taking some time just to sit in His presence and be thankful for those mercies. I believe that if you do that, being merciful to others will come as the overflow Because how in the world could you receive mercy upon mercy upon mercy and not be merciful to others? So thank you so much for tuning in. We would love for you to share this with others. We now have the QR code that will help you get to my Podbean site that has all of the episodes on there. You can listen to the majority of them. I think it's missing the last, or the first 50, but you can listen to the majority on the major platforms as well. Information down in the show notes, the different extra verses that we talked about, the story of Shimei cursing David, and... Just some good stuff about our social media, how you can connect with us. If you've got questions, if you've got prayer requests, you can reach out to me at encouragingothersinlovingjesus at gmail.com. I just thank you so much for tuning in. I would love to hear how meditating on His mercies begin afresh each morning changes your day and how you Openly and willingly allow those mercies to flow not only in you, but through you to others. And just as always, remember, it is always a trust and obey kind of day.